Welcome to the Christian Music Industry Podcast, powered by ChristianMusicMarketing.com. We are here to help Christian musicians, songwriters, and artists connect with one another, learn from one another, and to pull back the curtain to give you a behind-the-scenes look at the Christian music industry. Let's get started. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the Christian Music Industry Podcast. I am your guide in the industry, Wisdom Moon, and... Today, I am thrilled to have Laurel Taylor on the podcast with me. Welcome, Laurel. Let's go. What's up? How are you? Doing great. And you told me before we started recording that you're on a radio tour in Arkansas right now? That's right. Arkansas, Camden, Nashville, uh, Broken Bow, Oklahoma. It's been crazy. So. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll have to uh, have you share a little bit about that too, because I think a lot of independent artists, you know, feel like radio and radio tours are really not feasible, you know, for them without being right. signed. So, yeah, I'd love to uh, have you share a little bit about that aspect of it. But uh, before we dive into the music side, I would love to dive into just your personal life of your walk with the Lord, you know, and I know like music has a lot to do with that, but yeah. How did you, um, come to Christ? Yeah. So, you know, I grew up in church and I was there every time the doors were open and my mom and dad are some praying parents. And I'll say that about prayer. That's, it's very powerful and it does move mountains. And so I am a testimony because of it. Um, and so at a young age, I, I truly like went to church, but I didn't really believe Jesus for my own self. I kind of lived my salvation out through my parents and how they prayed and they had that dedication in a relationship. And so um, all throughout my years, I was just in high school and and all that. I was just like, yeah, you know, whatever, I'm a Christian. But when I moved to Nashville um, at 18 years old, I really got to experience the world, um, not things that people tell you. (laughs) And, uh, you know, you just kind of surround yourself with uh, not good people by the decisions you make. And, um, those decisions became worse and worse and worse. And I just spiraled and, uh, I've been through a lot of different fires and so grateful that God has kept his hand on me through all of it. Even when I wasn't living for him, you know, it's kind of like when I was born, I truly believe I was called to ministry, but I didn't realize it until I truly said, okay, God, you've given me this talent. You've given me this gift. I'm going to use it for your glory and your glory only. And in Nashville, I was using it for myself and just to glorify me and get the spotlight. And so, you know, you get enough of that of years. And uh, I lived in Nashville for, this will be my 10th year on and off. And um, I moved in 2012, uh, yeah, 2012, I graduated high school and uh, I moved to Nashville. Like in September, I was like, I'm going. I don't care where I live. I'm going. And so uh, in 2015, I pulled over on the side of the road. I'll never forget it. My mom was always adamant, sending me scripture. And she sent me this one song uh, by mm. Plum, actually. And it was a, oh. a Caleb. Yeah, it was a Caleb song. Uh, Lord, I'm ready now. And I was like, what is this? And I click on it and it just, I mean, I just broke. It was the moment that I said, yes, God, yes, Lord, I'm here and I'm listening. At a, at a young age, I said I was a Christian and I lived the Christian life, but I didn't walk it. I talked about it. 
And so I know January 2015, uh, 2015, I got saved and I believe it with all my heart. I know that um, I know what I believe and there's nothing that can shape me. The enemy will come at you every day and have temptations, but I know my purpose and my calling in this lifetime. So it's super cool. I actually got saved on the side of the road in Nashville. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. is the reason you moved to Nashville for music? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody wants to move to Nashville and get famous, I guess. And they say it's a 10 year town and you just got to keep pushing. And so I hit the streets. I was playing Broadway and every bar you think of downtown and just this hustling. And I don't know. I just chased it. You know, I just chased it so hard that I forgot the why I was there. I told my mom when I moved, I wanted to make a difference and an impact. And it actually impacted me. It's crazy. Uh, and were you kind of trying to get into the country music scene? Yes. Or? Yeah. Yeah. I played uh, Tootsie's. Um, that was my first gig, but it was at the airport. So when you walk in, you're like, welcome to Nashville. You see Laurel Taylor just standing there playing her guitar. And uh, then they brought me downtown. And um, But yes, I was in country music. I would say it was like a Gretchen Wilson, um, Miranda Lambert vibe. I, I'm very story driven. Um, you can hear that in my music today. I'm very much story testimony. I was just writing about things that really didn't matter like they do now to me. So, so did you know there was a like Christian music scene there? Like the industry hub is there while you were doing the uh, country music thing? I did. You know, they say it's called Music City. So I figured there's a lot of different music out there. But honestly, I really didn't care about the Christian world at all. I didn't care one bit. My mom would tell me, you're going to be in the church. You're going to be in ministry. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> so God's got his ways, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then once you really kind of gave your life to the Lord, uh, did you stay in Nashville and like try to do the Christian music thing? Like what happened after? I took a break. I went back home to Alabama, um, mm. Montgomery, Alabama, and I completely stepped away because I had to really get it right. Like, you know, that's, that's one thing. That's a maturity level and wisdom to like step away. And if the Lord wants you there, he'll bring you back. But I had to completely give up that idol of wanting mm -hmm. to be something. And I did, I took Tom and I remember telling myself at the, uh, I was at the kitchen table and I said, Lord, like, I'll never touch a guitar again. I'll never sing again unless you give me that platform again. And um, a few months later, uh, I got called to go on this tour with a Christian group. And it taught me how to write, how to pray, how to endure all the different things we went through and just more and more testimony. Right. And moved out to Indiana and did that and traveled with them and just learned so much about what it's like in the Christian world. And then I decided, let's move back to Nashville. So it was time. <laughs> It took a while though. It really did. It was years and years mm -hmm. of just, just wanting more, but learning more about Jesus really, truly. That's what I learned the most is hungry for the Lord. Yeah. Wow. So any independent artists, you know, that I talk to, they have goals, you know, long-term goals, sometimes short-term goals. 
Uh, I feel like from like hearing your you know testimony and like uh, I actually heard you talk about your testimony on uh, one of our clients' podcasts because we we work with nonprofits and uh, actually if you guys are interested, it's called um, Old School Food Freedom by Finding Balance. It's a nonprofit organization actually here in Kansas City, and we handle their post production for the podcast and. Um, I don't actually do the post-production, uh, somebody on our team does, but I was listening to your interview and I was like, you know what? I feel like you have such a different, uh, vision for music and yeah. why you do what you do. So, you know, a lot of artists, independent artists, they have this goal of like, I'm going to get signed to a major label and things like that. Uh, what would you say some of what's your vision for your music? Yeah. Um. I mean, this might sound very cheesy and cliche, but it's all about the impact to me. And, mm. you know, I can I can chase labels all day long, but in the end, God's going to have his plan. And I don't want to intervene with his plan. And I truly mean that. You know, I I can I can hustle. There's a difference from passion and drive and then just pushing for something that God just doesn't want. And, you know, um, any independent artist, you can do it. You can truly build a team around you. I'm, I do it. I have a team around me. And don't be scared to just pick up the phone and make a connection from a phone call. Let them hear your voice. Let them hear your authentic self, your realness, and how much you love what you do. You know, it's one thing to be pushy and, and it not be there. But then you're pushy, but you know they need to hear it, that you believe in yourself, a confidence that the Lord can give you. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so what is your goal, even with like this radio tour? Uh, you know, Do you have a goal of like, hey, I'm going to be on X number of stations or you know, yeah. I'm going to get discovered and get signed by the, my dream label? Uh, what are your goals? Yeah, not exactly. Um, you know, I could do this for the rest of my life. Uh, I travel and I hit all angles. So I will call a radio station and I will basically say, Hey, I'm going to be in the area and I would love to come share a song or I'd love to come talk about my story. I feel like you really need to hear it. And from there, if they say, absolutely. within well, you've got to book shows around that area and then it becomes a tour for you. So you can take care of yourself as you go. And you'd be amazed of how, welcoming people are even on this trip just so i mean you're it's a cold turkey interview in a, in a radio station and wow. they're like they know everything about you and they're just like i just love talking to you and it's like you never know where that can go i'm not huge on i love business but i'm not huge on just keeping it business there's got to be some personal relationship to it you know there's got to be an authenticness like you can talk to me and I don't have it all together, but I want you to know, like, I write to just show my heart, right? And so indie indie uh, artists that are writing and, and doing this, like, it kind of feels, I have a lot of friends like me, and like, you, you have this pressure on that you have to make it, that you've got to get to the next level. And it's like, just follow what you believe in and follow your heart and how it's lined up with the Lord. Like, just let your heart pray for those things, pray for God to do this. And if he's not supposed to ask him to remove that desire 
And so instead of chasing the next, I chase what the Lord puts in front of me and I steward what he puts in front of me because he's not going to give you the arena if you won't go play for 10 people. Right. Mm. And, and, and it's been a very humbling experience. You know, it's like, you don't want to play a a song for 10 people in a house, but you know what? Those 10 people might be impacted more than that arena. Maybe not paying attention as much, you know, it's just, I don't care who I play for. I just want to play and get the gospel out. I'm not perfect. I've done a lot of wrong in life, but all I can do is move forward and say, Hey, I'm here. And that's all indie arts can do. Cause there's a lot of radios that won't listen, but you know what? It takes one. It takes one. And it's a ripple effect. So are you going to like specifically kind of Christian stations or have you been mainly going to like country stations? Yeah, this, this tour, because old house is uh, very much in the country market. Um, it's all uh, country. And then um, this next tour will be Christian uh, start with Moody radio. So. Okay. So when you go to these country stations, are you able to share your faith and your testimony or is it pretty like censored or it's, you know, it's crazy. I'll, I'll come in with this whole, like, yeah, just, you know, trying to write a positive message. And I never say like, God's good. Right. And then out of nowhere, they're like, okay. So like, it's like God makes the way if I can just get there. And it's kind of like, Hey, so we heard that, you know, you're religious person tell us about that i'm like well i'm glad you asked (laughs) so it's like out of nowhere they just come at me with this like share about jesus and you know some you get to like pray with after and some you get to talk to even more off air and that's what i'm all about it's the behind the scenes how you act it's the character the integrity behind the scenes is what you build not what's on the mic you know that's just one side of me so wow Man, yeah. that's amazing that you are doing this like on your own as an independent artist, going to country, you know, mainstream stations and sharing your testimony. Uh, and just to share kind of, I guess, a little bit of a behind the scenes, uh, you you mentioned you have a manager. Uh, mm-hmm. So how does that play into what you're able to do? How much of the work is the manager doing versus what you're doing? Yeah. So she does all the admin. Um, she's somebody that started out as just as a friend and I just learned her and she learned me and she knows how Mm. to get things done. And, you know, it's not about, it's great to be signed to a, a label and have a manager and booking agent. That's great. But like, if you're not exactly there and I'm very out of the box, I'm very, you can't kind of keep me in the lines, which is sometimes hard. And so <laughs> I want to find someone that understands the vision and understands the ministry mindset instead of just the business. And I want somebody yeah. that can, you know, you know, ge- keep me in line and keep me accountable at the same time. But also admin is my worst thing. I cannot, <laughs> I, I will not. And so someone that can literally keep my emails in my, my schedule, I don't even know my schedule anymore. And that's great. I don't want to know my schedule. I just want to continue to book things, you know? And so it's super easy if you find somebody you trust. And I mean, it just, she has a whole nother job as a remote job that she can travel with me. 
So it, it's oh, like God just truly opened it up and said, hey, here's the fit. This is what we're going for. Y'all are great together. Yeah. You don't get on each other's nerves. You know, you can travel together. It's amazing. And it's really working. Hey guys, Amanda here. I wanted to invite you to check out the Christian Artist Academy. If you go to christianartistacademy.com, it's a comprehensive course for independent Christian artists and churches covering important topics uh, such as publishing, marketing, songwriting, touring, crowdfunding, publicity, and much more. It's actually 20 courses bundled into one. The Christian Artist Academy will help you reach a larger audience with your music. Uh, It will help you gain clarity around your calling and vision create a smart release strategy. Uh, You will learn how to effectively navigate the Christian music industry and exponentially grow in your understanding of how the industry works. You can head over to christianartistacademy.com to learn more and access the course today. Now back to the show. Mm, Man, yeah, that's such a gift, you know, to have somebody that you can really trust and that you work well and, you know, they compliment you and like your strengths and you're not having to because i think a lot of times you know as an independent artist when you're trying to do all the things you know wear all the hats it's very draining and at the end of the day you feel like you can't be creative because you've drained all the creativity of you you know yes and yeah and as one of those things, like if you're not um, gifted in admin, they can really suck the life out of you. So yes. yeah, that is such a gift. Um, and the yeah. fact that you're, you have a manager that is uh, not from the music industry background, but right. somebody that has been learning with you probably, you know, on yes. this journey of doing music. Yeah. She's, so. uh, yeah, she does all my graphics. Um, she does oh, wow. uh, all the admin and she is a uh, wonderful communicator and she's just very professional. She comes off very professional and that's very important in this music industry. So, mm, yeah. And does she handle like your bookings too? Yes. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. Uh, so, Tell us about your most recent release. You kind of hinted at it. Um, and it's not, I guess, quote unquote Christian or, you know, yeah. uh, there's a lot of debate about like what's Christian, what's not Christian and all that. But uh, right. so tell us about the song, like what's the story behind the song and you know how it's been impacting people. Yeah, totally. No, I, I wrote this song like a year and a half ago. Um, and the reason we came up with old houses because I was, I was in a really terrible situation. And sometimes when you're in a situation, all you can do is write for truth and not, and like believe it for your own self. And I just was in a really down spot and I wrote a song about not being there anymore and having that victory, but not receiving it yet, which is crazy. So a year and a half ago, I saw a sign that said, you know, uh, bringing up my past is like um, robbing a house that I, I no longer live in and um, or or is empty. Either way, it, it's basically saying you literally can't take anything if there's nothing there. And so I was really upset and tired of people bringing up my past and um, things I went through and just how they knew me then, you know, in high school or, you know, in my uh, prime time. <laughs> And, um, and I, you know, the, the Bible says that, you know, it's like the, the old is gone and new has come, you know, and 
Like we don't worry about the old. And so I wanted to write a song that could cross over and relate to not just the Christian, but the country side, because it's a country, you know, twangish vibe, but it's not about the sound. It's the, the pain you hear behind my vocal that I'm, I'm, I'm honest. I'm like, if you're trying to find me, I don't live there now. I've, I've got a new address. Like I don't live there. And I'm telling you, you don't live there either. God's got so much more for you, but I don't say Jesus. I don't say God. I don't say mm-hmm. Lord. Like a lot of my worship songs that I release. And I wanted to relate to the unchurched. I wanted to relate to the people that have never heard about the Lord and they have no idea how God is impacting them, even through the song. They're, they're, they, they send me, I have, I have friends that don't love the Lord and they'll send me things like, you know, this really touched me, but I don't understand why I have chills or I don't understand why I'm crying. And it's like, God's trying to talk to you. He's trying to speak to you, you know? And so all I can do is hint, you know, all I can do is put those hidden messages and people can choose to listen or not. And it, I still have ministry for that. You know, there's a bunch of people in the world. If one person says no, I can move on, you know? And so um, the second verse actually talks about, uh, I told myself there was so many lies and I started to believe them that those window shades could hide the shame and the hurt that I was feeling. I Mm. didn't feel like I could walk out of the house. I felt like that's what I deserved and that's what I will always get. And that's the problem these days in our mind. When we get stuck, we believe that is the only thing that we're worth. And God says, no, don't listen to those voices. Like step out of that house and see what I have in store for you. And so that's kind of where old house comes from. Wow, man, that's so powerful. And, you know, that just reminds me of the power of music and how God can use music that may not overtly say Jesus but use it to impact people that are still seeking, you know, and that need to come back, you know, to God. And, uh, you know, there's so many songs that are out there already. You know, there's over a hundred thousand songs being released every day. It's mind boggling how much music there is out there, but you know, sometimes like that could be deflating to go like, there's so much music out there. Why do I, why do I need to keep doing this? You know, what's the point? Uh, but yeah. I think this is such a prime example of how God can use that one song to reach somebody maybe that couldn't get, re- you know, really like connected to his heart uh, outside of that one song. Cause that song really spoke so uniquely to them, you know, and yeah. they've heard hundreds of other Christian songs, but none of them like touch their heart like this one. So yeah, yeah it, it's just so powerful and that's why like I do what I do, you know, like working with artists and love hearing stories like this. Uh, so as you continue to like do this tour and write songs, um, how do you approach like collaborating, whether it's with other songwriters, artists, producers, uh, how have you kind of found your sweet spot with that? So, you know, I will, I might get in trouble for this, but I, I, I'll write with anybody. I will. Um, I just want to write about uh, the right message. 
I don't want it to be a waste of a negative message. I want sometimes when you write, it's for that person that co-write, which is crazy. Sometimes it's because you just need to practice writing. And sometimes it's for, Hey, this is a song that the world needs to hear from me as an artist. And I don't take any uh, co-write lightly. I, every co-write, I want it to be the best it can be. And just, you never know what God's doing in the moment. And so um, I also am very diverse when it comes to writing. I will write a rap song, like, let's go. And then, I mean, I'm every genre, that's why I'm, it, it's exciting. Because, I mean, I am a creative. and But it's like, I don't have really boundaries in that. Like, yeah, I love to lead worship. But, like, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get down with, like, the hip hop, too. You know, it, it reaches so many different people in different angles. And so, you yeah. know, being in the country scene, um, I, I'm not necessarily writing with a lot of country writers. I am writing with my friends in the Christian world to say, hey, I'm in the country scene right now. Can we write kind of gritty or swampy or, you know, and I show them examples and I say like, I want to produce this way. And Jay Spate is doing a wonderful job at releasing all this country stuff this year. And then I uh, I have a new single in the summer uh, with Tadashi being featured. So it's like, it ain't going to be country, not even a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be complete pop. And I don't know. It's, I'm excited. So, you know, I just say, like, you never know who you're going to write with. So that's why I say, like, don't say no. Just say, okay. If you, ain't, if you got time, just do it. You never know where it could go, you know. But don't start yeah. blowing up and ask me to write. <laughs> that's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> wow uh yeah i, I re- really feel like you have a heart of just like being open-handed with what god's given you yeah. and whether that's your time your skills and right. who god wants to speak to and i've actually never heard of anybody say like sometimes a co-write is for the other person that you're writing with and that's yeah. it <laughs> you know so yeah. that's powerful yeah uh, so what are, you mentioned the song with Tadashi, uh, which I'm excited to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and actually, I think the first song I heard of yours is Sound of Freedom. And that song, um, we ended up kind of helping with that. Yeah. Um, and when I first heard it, I was like, wow, she's a powerhouse. <laughs> like, yeah, thank uh, you. Yeah. But, yeah, incredible voice, and also, yeah, I could tell like you, you could really be uh, pretty versatile with you know your style and your singing, yeah. and um, so it's cool to see you like do these different you know types of songs that you're releasing, not necessarily like somebody right. else was releasing, right? Um, so as you like you know embark on twenty twenty three and beyond. Uh, what are some things that you're hoping to be able to, you know, accomplish this year, maybe in the next 12 months? Uh, like yeah. what's kind of like your rhythm of like releasing music going, and yeah. going on tours and things like that? Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm trying to do the whole five or six weeks release a song. It's just, that's just kind of where I'm at right now. I know I've got some cool songs for the country world and I know I've got some great songs for the Christian world. And I think it's kind of hitting all angles, like I said, hitting all demographics and and not worrying about where it sticks. Just just go with it, you know, especially if they're done and they're finished. Like sometimes you you think too much about it 
you know, when it comes to content or strategy, sometimes you think too much about it and you don't, you lose the creativity of it. It's like, just don't worry about it. Just throw a song out there, get a good plan going and throw a song, you know? And um, sometimes organic is, is better than like promoting it, you know? And, but a lot of it has to do with promoting, of course. But um, no, I would say that a a few of my goals are, um, I want to play the Grand Ole Opry if that's in five years or if that's in 12 months from now. That is one of my biggest goals is I can see myself standing in that circle and just telling a story and uh, wow. getting to sing uh, the tag of like, because he lives, I just want to worship a name, you know? And so um, that's a huge goal of mine, but uh, I do see myself definitely tour and I'm doing a, um, a summer tour and we're going to California. So I'm excited. It's a, it's a long tour and it'll be churches, youth groups, uh, concerts, anything. And I, I wrap it up uh in september um playing at ICTUS, one of the cfa's uh, association you know christian concert so super exciting but um it's 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 been a journey and honestly if i if i plan too far ahead i get kind of uh not i don't i don't stay focused of what god's doing you know and i don't want to lose focus of the freshness of it i don't want to get used to it uh, yeah. I was talking to my dad and he said, when you, when you stop getting nervous, like that's a problem. Like we want you to be nervous, like get nervous, you know, like you never know what God's going to do. And so that's mm-hmm. the cool part about it. It's just, I have a six months plan. That's it. You know, six months and then another <laughs> yeah. six months and then another six months. I'm very, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't say I'm last minute when it comes to being an indie artist. Sometimes last minute is not helpful for you, but months in advance, just plan it and say, this is what we're going to do. And then when you get kind of close, start doing another six months. And that's how, that's how I do things. And I think it progresses well. And, you know, it's about numbers and don't stare at those numbers, but they will, they will go up if, if there's an impact there and if there's a reason you're doing it. So. Yeah, man, that's good. Uh, so as we close this out, what's one thing that you would want to leave other independent artists with? Uh, honestly, I would say, you know, people say like, work on your vocal, work on your guitar play, work on your musicianship. But I would say work on your integrity, work on your character, work on being a, a people's person, you know, being a personable, uh, having relationships with people and having real relationships with people, not just using them for what they can give you or how y'all can use each other. But knowing how you can impact someone just by calling them or saying good morning or having coffee with them. Um, we lose, we lose focus of that. We always say, Oh, well, I'd like to have coffee with you because you're head of so-and-so or no, if you're not ready, you're not ready. And they're going to see you're not ready. So you got to work on the integrity side. You got to work on the side that the mic doesn't see and the listeners don't hear the behind the yeah. closed doors. Who are you? And when you find out who you are, your song's going to find a home and your purpose is going to find a home. And that's exciting. That's more exciting than a hit song. Knowing who you are and being confident in who you are is what labels want to see. Wow. Mic drop. <laughs> that's like, that's gold. <laughs> uh, I feel like there aren't enough people in the Christian music circles and industry that are talking about integrity and character in the way that you were talking about it. So that's really refreshing. And yeah, I love that you shared that. Uh, 
So yeah, thanks for taking the time to be on the podcast and sharing your heart and your journey. And I think it's so inspiring to see, you know, somebody like you step out and just be like, you know what, I'm going to just do it and let God lead the way and open the doors. Yeah. But you're also putting in a lot of hard work and you have really strong work ethic. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the show and we look forward to what's ahead. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Christian Music Industry Podcast, powered by Christian Music Marketing. To find out how we can partner with you to increase your impact and influence with integrity, please visit our website, christianmusicmarketing.com, or check us out on Instagram at Christian Music Marketing. See you next time.